Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Mm, I'm cold. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm slightly warmer than you, but not by much. Mm. Lucky you. Mm. Well, I don't know. mm. (laughs) (laughs) I have the benefit of having been indoors all day. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Home stretch, baby. I can't believe it. Um, this is episode 1020 titled And More Secrets. Great. Which I have a problem with because it should have been called You Bring Out the Best in Me or like yeah. Best of Me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, And More Secrets is just a bullshit way of saying this is a continuation of the last episode. Yeah. Like, come on. Well. It's a it's a cop out, and they know it. <laughs> you like know it, Brenda Hampton. You silly bitch. <laughs> I mean, does she though? I, I don't really know. don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. The Amazon Prime spoiler for this episode is Rose and Simon reconsider their marriage. Ah, which I feel like they've been doing that on and off for the last five episodes. Yeah, like this isn't news. Mm-hmm. They keep waffling about whether or not they're going to get married. Exactly, it's really annoying. Let's call the whole thing off. That should be the song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ruthie makes that joke. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um. So yeah, this episode. Mm-hmm. Oof. And I mean, when when we say that it's essentially a, co- a continuation of the last episode, we're not wrong. Like yeah. that's really what it is. Um, we open with Eric trying to. I want to use the word intimidate <laughs> Ruthie. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like flat out intimidation. He's intimidating her, and it's he's holding a grudge. Totally, uh, and it's almost like he's holding it on behalf of Annie. Yeah. Because really, he's just scared about his own ass being on the mm-hmm. line because of the secret that he told the twins. Yeah. And like trying to put it all on Ruthie. Like now she's got to bear the brunt of the fact that she kept Matt and Sarah's secret all this time. Yeah. Like, really, dude? And so he's freaking out. And then Ruthie's like, well, if you really want to get mom off your back, why don't you do something for her that she'll never be able to get mad at you ever again about or whatever? Yeah. And she tells him you know, find a way to break up Simon and Rose. Yeah. Which here we are again. Like literally it's like two episodes ago where uh-huh. Annie was do- spent every minute of that whole episode doing that. Yeah. Or was that the last episode? It's hard to tell anymore. Pretty much. But I, I, I couldn't get over the comment that Ruthie said, well, you can get mom's best friend to call off the wedding. I'm like, who the fuck is mom's best friend? I was like, oh yeah, Rose. <laughs> Ruthie says something like like I know that Rose is nice now and she's like mom's best friend but like let's face it none of us want them to get married (laughs) or something like that where you're just like damn Ruthie yeah um so and Eric gets that like twinkle in his eye it's it's that whole like zoom in fade out thing Mm -hmm. of like oh that's an idea yeah yeah it is an idea yeah dude it's been the only idea uh-huh. like hello i i just don't non- understand i don't understand what the end game for the show is here like you have three episodes left in your series so you thought yeah and you're still playing the game of will they or won't they can we just know so we can finish the series on a high on a high note, mm, like, I guess what is happening here? It's so insane to me that 
up until this very last minute, which, you know, three three episodes in television time is not necessarily the last minute or whatever, but like, like up until this minute, you're still like every like everyone's still on the hook of like what's gonna happen yeah. like i God. i it's weird when you and i we were talking about um how we wanted this to end before rose got nice mm-hmm. and yeah know. before she became a whole completely different person exactly yeah we wanted that dramatic blowout we wanted simon to be like fuck you bitch Never would he say those words, especially no. on Seventh Heaven. But still, you <laughs> especially, yeah. But you wanted that kind of reaction. Like it would have just been so satisfying that kind of drama. And with seeing whatever goes down between Rose and Simon towards the end of this episode, I was like, "Wow, Brenda, you have created such a disgusting relationship in the beginning, and now you are trying to make sure that this ends or continues between these two in a healthy way yeah and i'm Except like life doesn't work this way it's a festering wound of a relationship that yeah. they have right now there's a lot of like unspoken shit from before like yeah all the all the conversations like that, i didn't expect never to buy, happened yeah i didn't expect him to buy me the ring or it's not like i forced him no bitch you did though and also here's my biggest gripe with this whole bullshit fight yeah. of theirs at the end of this episode uh-huh. i feel like we're getting head but who gives a fuck like the whole bullshit part about this whole fight they have is yes the twins did say he blames you bitch yes yes they did this shouldn't be news to you oh, I- I don't know why that was shocking all over again Dude, for her. I swear to God, when he says those words, I was like, damn, okay, like, I get you, Simon. Like, yes, you said it in the heat of the moment, whatever. And then she's all shocked. And I'm like, shocked about what? The twins verbatim said to her, Simon's taking incompletes and he blames you. Yeah, and he blames you. Verbatim. So I, that's why I was really perplexed too. Like, wait, why are you confused when he uses the word resentful? I know. It's like bonkers level like uh, mm. is it because they use a different word i don't get it okay but so here's the thing about television 20 years ago or or 10 years ago is like you know some certain things you can forgive because of the thing of like well it was a week ago people watched that episode you know you know and it was before dictivo and shit so like there was a certain level of like rewriting history that could be done where the audience Maybe. wouldn't pick up on it because nobody was binging television like we do today. True. There, to a degree. Yeah, yeah. This is such an egregious level of that where yeah. you're like, dude, but like it was such a big deal at the end of the last episode yeah. where the twins told her that he's taking incompletes and he blames you. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you just skate over that whole thing? Like, yeah. it's so... I don't know what she was thinking, Brenda, I, that is. Yeah, I kind I of... I don't know. It makes you wonder, though, or I kind of wish I knew what the zeitgeist was when it comes to um, Seventh Heaven mm-hmm. at the time. Like, you know, I'm sure that there were some fanatics going, wait a minute, though. She should have known. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, right? I mean, yeah. you may forget things, but that was yeah. a big thing that to, was, for and, her to hear. And especially, be, and we know she heard it too because when she walks out of there because Eric comes in and it's yeah. all awkward, she's like, um, and don't forget, not everything's my fault, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, which means she heard it. Like, it's just... I don't know why. The, I don't know why. so infuriating mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. The, the treatment of Rose this whole season yeah. is so infuriating. Yeah. Like, I, I can't 
grasp it. Like I can't understand mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to think or feel or believe or anything. Anymore. I don't know, but I will say at least we saw her arguing and still saw some of that crazy of her peppered mm. in. Dude, okay, when when she's talking to Lucy, right, and, and it all comes and she comes clean essentially because now she knows that Lucy and Kevin Lucy and Kevin were going to give them cash for their yeah. wedding. Mm-hmm. And so she calls to say, hey, so can we get that early? Because like Simon's been working too hard and whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. And um, so anyway, so she's talking to Lucy about all this. I can't believe I made him get me that ring. I feel terrible. You do? Of course I do. You didn't seem to feel terrible for the past six months. I never thought he'd actually buy this ring for me to tell you the truth. And when he did, well... I do love the ring, but of course I love Simon more. And if I could take this ring back, I still probably wouldn't, but I still feel badly that Simon buying it has caused so many problems. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about the crazy still showing. Mm-hmm. Like, you are just the worst. Yeah. It's still there. It's still there. If I could take it back, well, I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah. like, I still feel bad. Like, ugh. Well, that's just an empty bullshit promise and yeah. excuse right there. Yeah. How can you feel bad and yet you wouldn't do anything about it? Exactly. Like you were a garbage person. That's why. Also, I've been letting it go for like three seasons now because I haven't brought it up since three seasons ago. Uh-huh. But can we just agree? Can we all as a society agree that you don't feel badly about anything. Every time the show says badly. Which is every time. I've never once heard them say it correctly. And and that's across the board. Every single one of them says, I feel badly. And every time it happens, I'm always expecting you to bring it up. But you don't. And I don't because I've been good because I've held my tongue. <laughs> but here we are near the end, baby. And I'm not going to hold my tongue anymore. Yes, you feel badly. You know why, Rose? Because you're a garbage person who doesn't know how to feel anything. So yes, you are bad at feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yes rose you are bad at it i wonder how god many times, damn it i wonder how many times we'll hear badly in uh season 11 we've heard it we've heard it like literally no less than a million times since day one of season one like yeah they say it all the goddamn time it's the most frustrating it's like probably my biggest pet peeve of all time so good i hate it i hate it so much i know and it's and it's you know what it is? It's an epidemic. Everybody talks like that. Even today in 2019, people say that. I feel so badly. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Like, oh, I hate it. Sorry. Okay, Do that's you? enough. Ugh. I'm off my <laughs> soapbox now. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so she's having this conversation with Lucy, and Lucy tells her, like, okay, so yes, we can give you the money now, whatever. But more importantly, you need to tell Simon that you know, Mm -hmm. and hopefully like he can still get his shit together. Just like we were saying in in the the last episode, like tell him now, get this out in the open now so that he can still maybe save himself. Yeah. You know, study, take some finals, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so Lucy's like, tell him, tell him. And she's like, I don't want to tell him because then he's just going to be mad at the twins. And I'm like, what are you worried about that for? This is your husband here yeah. who's thinking about dropping out of college, essentially. Like, yeah. get your head out of your ass, Rose. Like, so he'll be mad at the twins for a minute. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. She's so dumb. 
she's she just doesn't have like you know being a good person down yet that's, i mean that's <laughs> and that's essentially it too because then she's like can't you just give us the money and then no one has to know and Ro- lucy's like do you really want to start your marriage off with like lies and deceit like yeah tell him the fucking truth dude yeah and she's like no you're right okay thanks for the teapot bye like ugh. i'm just so over it i'm so over it i i'm tired of uh hearing that stepford wife way of mm-hmm. speaking she does it like the way she carries herself and in looking all doe-eyed like she looks at you like well i i didn't know that simon was you know taking incomplete classes <gasps> you know i didn't force him to buy me that ring you it's like bitch yeah you did <sighs> yeah you did though yeah i, I want to play i, w- I want to play the fight they have okay sam and david told me about the incompletes they told you too yeah and i told lucy and i think maybe she told your dad and your mom, maybe. Why would you tell Lucy? Because Sam and David told me something else. <sighs> they just don't always get their facts right, you know? I, I really don't resent taking incompletes to work to pay for your ring. I don't. I, I was just tired when I talked to them. David and Sam did say that to you, right? No. I'm sorry if you resent paying for my ring. I know I shouldn't have asked for it, but you didn't have to buy it if you didn't want to buy it. Well, that's where you're wrong. I did have to buy it. I had to buy it to make up for asking you to move out when I didn't ask you to move in in the first place. Well, you really are feeling resentful, aren't you? Yeah, actually I am. Yeah, I can actually see that you are. And if you're just going to be resentful that I made you marry me, then let's just not get married, okay? Okay. Great. Go back to Umberto. It's what you really want, isn't it? What? I'm sure Umberto can afford a ring without having to work for it day and night. He can get you everything you want. I thought you could give me everything that I want, Simon. Because all that I really want is for someone to love me. It's it's just, there's a lot of problems with this argument for me personally. Like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, I'm not a psychologist. I am not a therapist. Mm-hmm. I don't, but there's a healthy way of arguing. And she is right. Simon didn't have to buy it for her. But Simon is weak to you. And we know this. Do you mean like she sees Simon as a weak person? I don't know if she sees Simon as a weak person. Oh, oh you're saying like In Simon general. has a weakness that is Rose. Oh, yeah. Got it. And so you kind of, in so many words, the way she forced the situation to happen, she put him in like between a rock and a hard place. Either we're not going to be together anymore or I get an engagement ring. Or if we're not going to mm-hmm. be engaged, then I move in. It was threats upon mm-hmm. threats upon threats. Mm-hmm. And... She should be held accountable for that. And then she throws it in his face like it's his fault for not loving her. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Every decision he's made and everything he's done has been to prove to you that he does love Love you. you. Yeah. Because you've given him ultimatum upon ultimatum. Yeah. And now, now you're like, you're all I ever wanted. Like, you're enough for me? Really, dude? Is Mm -hmm. that really what's happening here, Rose? It's, they're just they're both just hot fucking messes yeah dude. this is a girl that truly hasn't grown up emotionally doesn't have the at emotional all. intelligence to figure out what it is that she wants and needs at all and and you know what though you bring up a good point because like she is stunted emotionally she's very stunted because the only boyfriend she ever had all through high school was umberto and then yeah. they were all like on the marriage track at 18 or whatever crazy and she like she traveled to italy to be with his family and shit whatever yeah. So like, so she's only ever known like immature love like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And then, and then it got 
it, it ended essentially yeah. in a way that was like heartbreaking for her from everything we've mm-hmm. understood based on two episodes worth of information. Yeah. Like it was heartbreaking for her. And so that like stunted her, her, her ability to like function yeah. in a mature, real romantic relationship with someone. She clearly doesn't know how to do it. She does. Well, her parents, one, were the first <laughs> ones that fucked it up That's for her. That's absolutely true. And with Umberto, she held on tight and she's doing the exact same thing with Simon. Mm-hmm. And she played up this fairy tale of what this life is supposed to be like. And she says the words, I just wanted someone to love me. Yeah. And and she's not even saying, I just wanted you to love me. I just wanted someone to love me, Mm. which tells you everything you need to know about like her state of mind and like where she's coming from and how damaged she is. Poor girl has lacked it. I'm not. Yeah. and and, And I'm not saying that it's necessarily like, I don't know that it's, What's the word I'm trying to say? Like, I don't want to believe that she's like maliciously trying to back Simon into a corner and like be the villain of her own story or whatever. Yeah, I can't see that anymore. But she is the villain because because she can't help herself. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And it's and she's so she can't even see that she's the villain, which makes it even sadder. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it, Rose. This might be the most cogent I've I've been able to, I've ever been able to like speak about her in a way that's like meaningful instead of well, just being like I fucking hate her. <laughs> well, I because all we would see was nasty things that she that's would true. do. We never really broke down her psychology until two episodes ago when she told Annie everything because we didn't even have the we opportunity. Yeah, we didn't know. As the audience, all we've been able to see is someone that we can't stand. And honestly. Fuck you, Brenda. I know. I know. It's your fault. It's you Brenda's fault for, exactly, for, for giving us a shit yeah. character, not explaining her motivation whatsoever, no. leaving us to think, okay, well, she's a shitty character. And yeah. then all of a sudden giving us her motivations, which like with four episodes left in the season, yeah. like, or the series of all things, like, sorry, not sorry. I don't, it's like too little too late, man. Yeah. Like, she always wants, I feel like with Brenda, she wants things to end well and on a healthy note. In reality, we always want things to end on a healthy note. Everybody wants to walk away from something unscathed. But when you have created that kind of drama, and for these teen audiences or family audiences, which are, don't get me wrong, we were loving hating on Rose. I was. It was fun because it was the first time there was like a real villain on the show. Exactly. So it was fun. Yeah. But then now I have to care or I'm supposed to care. And. Things will end on a clean note. I know it has to. It's Brenda Hampton. Yeah. That's the only, that like, that's her formula. Yeah, clean in the sense that either they'll be together or they won't be. Yeah, and but it's still going to be well. Still gonna go well. Everyone's gonna well, and and they've already laid that seed because already like Annie loves Rose. Exactly. Great, whatever. Whatever. Exactly. Oh, such Maybe a nightmare. She'll end up with Umberto. You know, things got complicated. Like. Really, Annie? It got complicated real quick in your head yeah, real fast. Yeah, I know. Uh, so then, yeah, so so she gives him back the ring and, like, walks away from that. Yeah. And how heavy that ring was. <laughs> <laughs> it looked big, dude. It when looked, she hands it back, I was ring. like... I wonder if it's real. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't tell jewelry. Like, I don't know anything yeah. about jewelry. Well... I feel like it probably was, right? Dude, a college student to buy a one... That's what I'm saying. Like, he... He, anyway, I don't know. That's it. That's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So, is that all that happens with them? Yeah. Oh well. Okay. And then, 
And then Kevin goes up there to visit him. Oh, what did you think of this conversation between Kevin and Simon? If you're trying to bait me into having a feminist conversation right now. (laughs) It won't take much. (laughs) No, I was going to say it's not going to work, T. Because I I really had to like bite my tongue. I will I'll say this because I prepared, I I pre wrote mm-hmm. my thoughts, and I'll just read them to you. Oh, I like it because I didn't want to have to go on this whole rant because I knew I'd be like incoherent and yeah, you know, emotional about it. So he calls. Um, so just to set the scene a little bit, Kevin recognizes that Simon needs a little bit of like tough but love right now you know like yeah. some, like love but tough love so he goes up there they like gorge themselves on junk food and they're talking and simon is like venting to kevin about yeah. rose and the fight they've had and stuff and um kevin says to him like women aren't just moody they are moods and they go through all of them in a day and whatever and simon's like so i'm just supposed to like go with it i'm held accountable for everything that i say why why shouldn't i be holding her accountable for what she says and and then kevin's like life isn't fair dude like get over it you know basically yeah so the thing that i obviously you know i'm gonna have something to say about women aren't just moody they are moods yeah fuck you kevin yeah fuck you brenda hampton for even writing that story thank you because it didn't have to be about that it could have just been kevin comes up there simon vents about the fight he's just had with rose and kevin's like bro grow a pair and man up and make a decision are you gonna be with her or not do you love her marry her if you don't don't marry her that's what sack up dude that's what the conversation needed to be that's all it needed to be it didn't need to be about how women are this and women aren't this and men are that and men aren't this yeah but that being said Mm-hmm. Okay, since she took it there. Yeah. Women are not moods, okay? We just haven't had moods beat the fuck out of us by society, okay, men? Mm-hmm. And so so when we show them, the patriarchy is like, oh, you guys are so moody. Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, if you were playing on our level, you'd be moody too. Yeah, Drop seriously. the mic, walk away. Exactly. That's all you need to know about that. But... The show did a great job with Lucy and Kevin with everything that he said. When? With everything that Kevin had said to um, Simon at the table about moods and seeing, I'm jumping ahead here, but whenever we see Lucy and Kevin at home, Uh what he says according to Lucy and Kevin's relationship is 100% true. Remind me again what gets said which part with with lucy oh she gets all pissed about the ring okay savannah being at the hospital kevin doesn't tell her she's angry yeah but then by the time he comes home she's like over it she's over it oh i'm also pregnant and yeah you were like just looking out for me did he do any of those things did he say any of these things no he didn't you are apologizing for him yet again and you were moody and moody quote unquote i know you saw her angry and the moment he said that he's not going to take her out not take her out take her on the ride on his way to simon because he needs alone time yeah and i see this like moment of like sadness i'm like why are you sad because kevin's not going to take you you were still upset at him when the ring was missing whatever but But not anymore though see that okay 
And I'm not trying to defend the bad writing of Lucy either because like fuck Brenda and her like puritanical ideas of a, about men and women and relationships and shit. But Lucy gets pissed because she doesn't know everything. Like because she can tell that Kevin is keeping something from her and not being truthful to her. Yeah. And that pisses her off. And she says as much too to her dad when when Eric's like, you know, sometimes men keep things from their wives because we want to protect them. And she's like, yeah, yeah, and that pisses us off even more. And yeah. she's right. It's because, true. Like, who are you to decide what I need protecting from? Yeah. Like, you're my husband. Talk to me openly. Tell me the truth about everything that's going on in your life. Exactly. And then I'll decide how that affects me. Yeah. Because it's me being affected by it. Exactly. Like, don't call me moody just because you decided to not tell me something and then yeah. that pisses me off. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. really, dude? And then, tor- and in the end, all is fine. Because cause then, once again, she's put into a position, and I say she like all women are because we're level-headed, normal people. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, he he she's like she's pissed at him she confronts him with her pissedness because she's like what the fuck where's this ring you know all this stuff that Mm -hmm. happened right and then he's like and then he on a completely separate train of thought is like i'm gonna go visit simon has nothing to do with her or whatever it's just he wants to go or he feels like he needs to go visit simon Mm -hmm. and so now she's like okay so like i can either be pissed and it's gonna it's gonna only ruin my day yeah or i could get over it because at the end of the day everything was fine Mm -hmm. and everything was okay yeah and so for her own sanity she decides to get over it yeah and again she gets painted as moody and eccentric Mm -hmm. and shit it's like no she had feelings sorry yeah she had feelings and she engaged in them yeah and then also was able to disengage from Mm -hmm. them that's normal, dude. Yeah. That's so fucking normal. I can't even tell you how normal that is. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah. this show, this show is like at once hilarious yeah. and infuriating all oh, at the that, same time. Thank like, you. I can't understand how they do it. In mm-hmm. fact, maybe that's the greatest trick of all <laughs> is that they pulled that off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I feel like I can see the levels on the recording and I'm like peeking every time I talk about women. <laughs> I really didn't want to go there, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad we did. But yeah. Um, yeah. So basically Kevin goes up there and tells him like sack up, get over yourself because basically. this is life. Mm-hmm. And if you love her, marry her. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I do. Whatever. I don't even no. know. It kind of like leaves it on like. Well, no, it doesn't because it le- it ends with him proposing. Yeah. Oh God, in an Oreo. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I didn't cry a little bit at that. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking calls her over, and they're they're like making up, right? Mm-hmm. They're like reconciling, and she, you know, whatever. And then he's. Um, he has a plate of cook- of Oreos and milk yeah. strategically laid out. Do you have Oreos? <laughs> me? Like me, Lady <laughs> Yeah, Dick? like right no, now. No, <laughs> I should have. I should have for us. Like, do you have Oreos? <laughs> I, I'd be lying if I said all this Oreo talk didn't make me kind of crave one. Just hearing them go... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I want a cookie. A little bit. Little Although... Bit. Uh, uh, let's, we'll let's get there. Pause, pause, we'll pause, get pause. there. Let's finish Rose and Simon. Okay, so... So he's like... 
he's like, let's, you know, let's find out if we're going to make this work and whatever. He grabs an Oreo off the yeah. pile and he's like, oh, you're a, you're a twist and dunk kind of gal, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. So she twists it mm-hmm. and then he had like stuffed the ring inside the cream of yeah. the Oreo. And like, or like, you know what I mean? Like just, it was in there. And so she's like, oh, he, and then so he like proposes to her and she accepts again. And then, then I guess I never, like, did she buy him that ring? Like, cause did he, and when did he get that, that wedding ring for himself? Oh, like the, uh, the one that, the one that's engraved. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when she got that. She must've gotten it for him. Yeah. Yeah. She must've. And that means that Annie shared the secret with her too. Yeah. That's not fair. She didn't share it with Sarah and Matt. Mm. Only the girls knew. That's right. It's not fair that Rose gets to know that secret. Well, she loves Rose now. They're besties. Barf all over me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, yeah, so that's how that story ends. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Annie is being the biggest badass. I love her in this She's episode. She's on fire in this yeah. episode, dude. Every time Annie was on screen, I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> like, I curse you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she's in the middle of trying to make this real estate deal happen, right? Yes. She's trying to buy this building that she's going to convert into a storefront slash living quarters yeah. for the home for unwed homeless, mothers unwed whatever mother, whatever is um homeless teens whatever yeah the long <laughs> name for the group um so she's in the battle with the lawyer of the person who owns the building because yeah. they were they had settled at 400 and that's where that's how much she was gonna pay and yeah. that's how much it was gonna be and then that guy found out they have cash yeah and so now all of a sudden he wants more he wants 450 whatever and yeah. she's like no not a penny more over 400 yeah uh, that is what is happening like you like we agreed to this and if you and if he goes back on this then i'm gonna curse him yeah and so all of a sudden, this cursing business uh-huh. becomes this whole thing, okay? In Okay. I just don't even know what to say about it. I think Annie says it best when she says, I have never heard of grown men being so afraid of a stupid curse. Like, I could really put a curse on anybody. The whole thing is completely childish. And men are childish, which is why it's working. Yes. I mean, yes. Come on, dude. Yes. This motherfucker sends a priest mm-hmm. to her house. Oh, father. To father, get the father. curse off the him. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me with this shit? It was so it's good. It's just something she said in the heat of the moment because she was put like upset. Yeah. You know, like, come on, dude. I curse you. <laughs> and then, and then when, and then when she mentions it to Lucy. Yeah. And Lucy's like, cursing. And, and he's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, yeah. Get over it. Like, <laughs> She's so good. So so Annie is talking to Lucy because Lucy has told has gone over to Annie to tell her all about the money that they're going to give to yeah. Simon and all that. And once again, Annie displays her badassery. Mm-hmm. Simon's feeling really, really pressured. And, and this is what Kevin and I want to do for him. I just thought you should know. Well, you can change your minds. We could, but I don't think so. You know, I'm upset already about Matt and Sarah, you know, eloping and then still having the 
the big wedding, and, and I'm upset that Ruthie had to tell us, not Matt and Sarah, and I'm upset that she had to wait so long to tell us. So I could real easily be upset with you and Kevin. I don't want you to be upset with Kevin and me, but we already decided to give him the money. Well, why does everyone want to tell me things all of a sudden? Why are you telling me this? I just wanted you to know why we're giving it to them now instead of later. Simon is taking incompletes in his classes because he's working too many hours and he doesn't have time to get to class and to study. What? Okay, now I'm officially upset with five out of seven of my children and a building owner. And if you don't leave, I might be more upset. Five out of seven? What did Mary do? I don't know, but I'm sure it was something. And I'm sure someone will tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Poor Mary. Not again. (laughs) It's, I mean, Annie is crushing it in this scene. Yeah. No, I'm upset with five out of seven of my children. And if you don't get out of this house right now, like, (laughs) oh, she's so good. I love her so much. I loved her on the phone. Oh, I know. Once upon a time. (laughs) Good. Oh, because Eric's like, oh, it's a long story. (laughs) She's like, once upon a time. I loved her so much. Okay, so you're okay. Well, I lost my temper when I found out that Simon dropped the classes. Well, you can't afford to be angry. Let me be angry. I don't think you can afford to be angry either. I think you're angry enough. I mean, you already put a curse on some poor guy you don't even know. Why does everyone have a problem with that? You know what? Nobody can curse anyone. I can't curse anyone. I don't even know what it means to curse someone. The words just came out of my mouth. But evidently, they're very powerful words. Yes, they are. You wouldn't like it if somebody cursed you, would you? You wouldn't like it if someone lectured you, would you? And how would you like it if I told you and Lucy that I can handle putting together a home for teen mothers without either of you commenting on how I'm doing it? Hello? Are you sure you're not having a heart attack? You're okay? I'm sure. I'm fine. Good. I love you. I love you too. But I'm still angry. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. She's a force. Uh, She's so much fun to watch. Let me be angry, okay? (laughs) Like, just the way she delivers it. You can't afford to be angry. (laughs) She's so great. Like a little child, I can. (laughs) So good. She's so great. Like, honestly, watching Annie in this episode, I had this moment where I was like, you know what? If I'm like her at her age, mm-hmm. like I've won. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like I want to be, you know, opinionated and wise and like, you know, able to convey all my emotions and yeah. all of my feelings and thoughts. Like she's just great. Yeah. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Um, I also love that, especially in this episode, like, and maybe throughout maybe this whole season or whatever, Annie has very much been like, the gloves are off when it comes to Lucy and her holier than thouness. Yeah. Because, like, Lucy, ever since she became a mother, has, like, put on this persona of, like, somebody who's, like, trying to be level-headed and, like, yeah. just, like, her best self and shit, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, you can try to be that person, but don't try to do that with your own mother, woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, know your place. Like, yeah. Annie's not gonna tolerate that shit no, from you, not. of all people. Like, it's true. <gasps> it, like, at, the, at some point in this episode, she's like, okay, Reverend King Kirk, tell me, like, yeah. how all about the curses and da-da-da. And it's like, that's right, Annie. Tell her. You own her ass. Like, you're her mom always. Like, it's true. you know? It's true. Like, she's, like, she's never going to be ahead of you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's funny. Um, but, yeah. So, all that's going down. At the end of the day... 
or not, not the end of the day, but after the priest has come to get this curse mm-hmm. lifted, after several phone calls with the lawyer have been exchanged, yeah. Um, finally, the the building owner himself shows up shows up at the um, the Camden's door, and he's a big sort of lumbering sort of man, yeah, <laughs> who appears to be a total softy because. He's all like Catholic and like super superstitious and yeah. whatever and like terrified of this curse that Annie's yeah. put on him. And so when he comes over, Annie like runs and hides. Yeah. <laughs> she does so great. She just like goes where all the kids are hiding. Into the when, stairwell. Yeah. Um, and so Eric talks to him and we learn that the man can drink a lot of milk. Dude, he really can. <laughs> That's one of the things we learned about him. We also learned that um, his dad died when he was very young mm-hmm. and left him quite a considerable amount of money in the yeah. form of 37 buildings around town. Yep. And, you know, that building in particular, the one that Annie's trying to buy, was is the building that he grew up in mm-hmm. and that his mom never really wanted to reno or whatever yeah because there was like this sentimental attachment to it Mm -hmm. and for him as well and so that's why he's like not ready to part with it you know so easily or whatever Mm -hmm. because he has like you know that building means something to him and so eric starts telling him about well that's so great because it means something to my wife too. And she wants to do something meaningful with this building too. Like, yeah. you know, we want to make it into a home for da, 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 da. And that's when like Annie comes out of her shell a little bit. And is yeah. like, I mean, yeah, mister. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, she's like, I'm sorry that I cursed you. I really didn't, doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we really, we're trying to do something special here. And you know, we don't, we don't have a ton of money and exactly. you know, whatever. And so finally, um at the end the guy's like just take it consider it he goes he, he goes i'll make it a write-off don't even worry about it yeah It'll be fine like he he realizes like it's for a good cause and whatever and so and it's not like he needs the money god damn it yeah clearly so um so she lets him or yeah he lets her have it essentially yeah and she's like god bless you you know whatever i don't even mr riley i think was his name something like I don't that know. yeah god bless you mr riley and like with like tears in her eyes. <laughs> but I swear to God, how many Oreos and milk does that man eat? I couldn't do it. Yeah. His his like labored breathing and the crunch of the food and the milk in his mouth. I was like, like this is the worst ASMR ever. <laughs> you guys did this oh so many times. You guys did this in this in the last episode where everything just lower the mic, something. Just don't have them be eating on camera, bro. Or that. Or or talking with their mouths full. In the last episode, it was like all of that. In this episode, there wasn't as, as much of that, if any yeah. of it really happening. But then this motherfucker comes in. Yeah. And he, like, you guys, I'm, we're not kidding. He pours himself a glass of milk. You hear it. Drops the Oreo in there. You see that. Downs the glass of milk in one shot. And yeah. then digs in for the cookie and eats that whole. Yep. Like shoves the whole thing in his mouth and is like chomping on it while he's like hardly able to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my That's god. That's how Ma used to do it. I'm like, oh my okay. god, it was so gross. Yeah. It was so gross. Yeah. It was worse than when Mike was having that weird breathing attack while crying and trying to talk, remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it was this was worse for me than that was and that's yeah, no, saying definitely. something <laughs> i hate hearing people eat i hate chewing yeah. i oh that really bothers me yeah i think that annoys me less than the sound of labored breathing that actually scares me it gives me anxiety like it was just like I was like enough of this like yeah. like who who edited this episode like yeah. come on people like mm-hmm. we don't need this it's just it's unnecessary and we also didn't have to watch him eat and drink like three cups of fucking milk yeah, like dude. like he's busy trying to like have a like have a heart to heart moment with Annie over this building while yeah. he's like chomping down on cookies like Jesus Christ it was so gross <laughs> so gross it was though (laughs) so gross and mind you okay so at several points in this episode when i think ruthie did it lucy did it simon did it when they realized that like secrets have been told to the twins because of cookies and milk milk. (laughs) like stop saying cookies and milk like it's a thing yeah (laughs) like cookies and milk it's not a thing that people know about that you spill your shit when you have cookies and milk like what i'm gonna test that theory (laughs) (laughs) invite people over sam and david yeah yeah and have a conversation Mm, make sure it's in a mini fridge in your room (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 that's true um yeah, they keep saying it like, oh, yeah, cookies and milk. We should have known. Like, known what? <laughs> yeah, and don't they kind of bring that up between um, Annie and Ruthie? Like, that's how Annie, no, that's how Ruthie knows Eric's secret about the ring? Like, no, what? When, when, um, when the twins or Eric finally confess to Ruthie about Eric's secret, about him losing yeah. the wedding ring. I can't remember this and maybe I'm wrong, but did Ruthie say, oh yeah, we know that story. Mom told us and like, did, did she say like, she told us like, were they also having milk and cookies? Oh, they might've. See, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch oh, it. But yeah, so because because what happens is the twins come to Ruthie and they're like, we have to tell mom dad's secret because it's going to eat us up inside. Yeah. And, and Ruthie's like, trust me, mom is the last person you want to get on the bad side of today or whatever so so she's like okay let's like tell me and i'll decide kind yeah. of the best way and so they tell her and she's like oh that's not a big deal we've known about that yeah like, mom knows and that's when eric has to be all like wait she knows <laughs> and it's actually a really cute thing i like this whole little story of yeah. theirs because what happened is we know the story right he lost his ring mm-hmm. pretty much like the day they got married or whatever yeah he went on that trip so then he found a pawn shop where he could buy a replacement mm-hmm. And then, um, and Annie never found out. Well, we've, we learn that shortly after he lost it, the hotel he lost it at mailed the ring to them. Yeah. And so Annie knew within a week yeah. that, that he had lost his ring, mm-hmm. but yet he was wearing one. So she was like, okay. And apparently he left it on the sink one day because he yeah. does that when he's washing his hands, he takes it off. Mm-hmm. So when she, so then she f- picked it up and saw that it had been like engraved, an, yeah. And so she's like, okay. So then she she decided to to like keep Eric's secret, I guess, essentially, yeah, basically. And so engraved his real one yeah. with the same message, mm-hmm. and then switched them, yeah, so that he'd be wearing his real ring, yeah, but 
at least it would look like the ring that he bought so he wouldn't know that she knew the secret that he had lost it and da 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 so much but, scheming but jokes on Annie because he didn't even know it was engraved yeah he had no clue he just thought he bought a ring and yeah. you know and then she, so she's like why you know wouldn't, weren't you confused that you were able to get a replacement for so cheap and he's like I don't know the guy felt sorry for me <laughs> she's like no no he just it was a ring he couldn't sell so he sold it to you like and so i mean it's really sweet Mm -hmm. and so the engraving says um you bring out the best in me Mm -hmm. or best of me i think it's best in in, best in me and so um and then she had told all her daughters that same secret yeah and so Mary had had Carlos's engraved that yeah. way. And so did Lucy with Kevin's. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that way they would always know if their husbands lost their rings because they wouldn't be engraved, you know, yeah. whatever, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And then so cut to we see Rose has engraved Simon's with the same message. Yeah. And it's, so it's a little, it's a little weird because one – when did she get that ring? Yeah. Two, when did she get it engraved? And three, when did Annie tell her that secret of hers? Yeah. You know? The hmm. best kept secret in Camden history. Three. How were, how many years did they say they've kept that secret? 30, 30 or something? 30 years or something. Something like that? Yeah. Crazy. 25, maybe? Because we forget Matt isn't that old. That's true. They're well, still in their not- mid-20s. Yeah, that's right. They're like 24, 25, right. maybe. That's wow. Right. No, he's much older than that. Lucy's 23. Lucy's 23. Which means Mary's 25, which means Matt's 27. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, man. This episode. <laughs> well, I mean, I can yeah let's let's get into our ratings for for it thumb up thumb down Mm -hmm. yeah thumb up thumb down some stuff for meh but like you know it was entertaining it was definitely entertaining it was entertaining but i just can't give it a full two thumbs up yeah i'm with you i don't know what it is i mean i do know what it is it's it's shit like the unnecessary patriarchal Mm anti-women conversation the insanity of Rose not knowing that Simon blamed her yeah. for the incompletes in college. Exactly. The way that cookies and milk are just like touted as if it's a real thing. And also hmm. what we didn't talk about, the insane fucking Oreo commercial that takes place for a random two minutes in the middle of this episode. Don't you dunk? Oh yeah. Nah, I like the cookies separate from the milk. I'm a purist. You know, I used to be a twist and lick. Now I'm a dunker. My whole family are dunkers. Except for Sam and David. I guess I'll grow into it. Lucy dunks in front of the family. When she's with me, she twists and scrapes the filling off with her finger and then dunks just the outside. No kidding. No kidding. I think it's time for me to go home. We should be having cookies with our brides. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This conversation has no place in any part of any episode of any television show in the history of television. You know, that's how brothers talk. <laughs> Don't you d- 
dunk? Like yeah. he's like he's incredulous. Aren't you a dunker? Yeah. Though we're all dunkers, except Sam and David. Oh, I guess they'll grow into it. What conversation is this? <laughs> it's the most inane conversation that has ever occurred. Well, welcome to the Camden family. God damn it. <laughs> and then Lucy? Is that how Lucy eats a cooked fucking Oreo? She twists it and then licks the thing off with her finger. Yeah. The cream off with her finger and then dunks the, the cookie part. Like, mm-hmm. ew. <laughs> and then we see her do it at the end. Yeah. And she doesn't even do it in a clean way. Like, the part that pisses me off about it is like, she. I have nails, she has nails, right? You can't do anything with your finger anymore once yeah. you have nails. The, the best you can do is scrape with the side of your finger. Yeah. Like, she can go like this. or do. It's such, it's such a visual thing, but she, yeah. she could scrape using the side of her finger. Yeah. She can't scrape using the front of her finger because it's like it's stuck in her nail. And it yeah. does. And yeah. she just licks it anyway. And I'm like, God damn it, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have a choice. Get yourself together, woman. Wheel. She's not a dunker. So annoying. She's I just know. not a dunker. I mean, except in front of her family. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, you know, she can't hurt their feelings. <laughs> what the fuck? Why, why? 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 I don't know. It's the most inane conversation. I can't even handle it. We're gonna have to go get some Oreos. I know, right? <laughs> just, just so we could dunk them <laughs> in our various ways. Seriously. Uh, and then, mind you, Rose is a twist and dunk. Does that mean that she's dunking the cream side? Yeah. Exposed into the milk? Ew. I, ew. That's so gross. <laughs> man. Yeah, dude. Okay, so how do you eat Oreo? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> eaten one in so long. I know. But I feel like I twist, lick, and then I might just throw the, the cookie away, honestly. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a dunker because I don't drink milk. Yeah. Um, Same. I'm kind of like Kevin in that way. Like, I could see eating a cookie and then just maybe having a glass of water afterwards to, like, wash it down or something. Yeah. Like, I don't need to dunk them to enjoy them. Yeah, it's weird. This idea of, like, milk and cookies. Barf. I could never finish the milk. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good for a second. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, just give me the cookie. In a way, maybe what's his name? Mr. Riley's onto something because he literally like dunk, like throws it in the in the milk. Yeah. And it only has like a second to get soggy because he's downing that milk right away. You know, that's actually maybe that's not the worst way, but you must really like milk if you're going to do it that way. Like, otherwise, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to throw it in water and then down the water? Like, no. It has to be milk. Which, like, blah. Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, God damn it. Oreo must have paid a billion trillion dollars for this much product placement in two episodes. Yeah. No chips ahoy. Fucking A. It's like, that. it's wall-to-wall Oreos for two episodes of this Mm -hmm. show. God damn. (laughs) All right. Bye, Oreos. Bye, Oreos. Never again, please. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I mean, I don't even know if I said my official rating, but I, I agree that this is a thumb up, thumb down. Cool. Um, It's just, it's just fine. It's fine. Exactly. Nothing well except Annie, but, you know, she's always well. Annie's wow. Yeah. Uh, essentially, that's the reason it gets the thumb up is Annie's badassery. Like, everything else is just like, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs>
Thanks for listening, everyone. That's going to do it for us. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media at the number for heaven's sake pod. Send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. Or if you're so inclined, you can head over to patreon.com slash the number for heaven's sake pod, where you can subscribe to one of two tiers, either the keep the lights on tier or the heaven head special tier. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.